Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time to relax and unwind. Let the strings play. It's the time for the segment that we want to relax and chill. Get your drink, get your smoke, and sit back and unwind. Look at the sun going down, chilling. Because the freaks comes out at night. And sometimes you might want to play some Chris Brown. Like, and then you know, sometimes you just want to take it slow and just chill. But this is the segment that we like to call the After Dark. Wait, speaking of that R&B top 100, did Chris Brown fall on that motherfucker anywhere? Uh, he was on her a little bit. Like low as hell, if I yeah. remember. And this song is called Take It Slow. If you don't have the mixtape, it's called Before the Mixtape. That was a bonus track, so definitely download it. Shout out to, but see, this is what I'm saying, nigga. Longevity. Chris Brown been out since, and that's the thing that people keep forgetting. Chris Brown's been out since he was like 15, 16. Yeah. Like 2004-ish. nigga, like, what's so crazy is niggas don't even really know, but it's like, all like really paying attention to the age thing, but niggas literally grew up with Chris Brown, bro. Yeah. Like, like, bro. Watch the be on bitches. <laughs> But, but he's trying yeah, to take watch it Bobby Brown beat on bitches. Yes, yes. Watch Ike Turner beat on bitches. bitches. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, niggas, oh, no, no, I'm not against it. I'm fine. Because <laughs> when it happened, the first question I said, what did she do? Yeah. Because if you ever see me on the news beating a bitch ass, the question yes. should be asked. We'll be like, what you do? What did she do? do? <laughs> yeah, bro, like this nigga's 34, bro. May 5th, 1989. Still, still killing. Still killing. 34 years old, bro. Been out since he was 16. Bro. Wait, hold on, let me see. When did he say, yeah, don't know. Years at he started in 2002. Sorry, i across the room. This nigga been in the game 20 years, bro. 20 plus years, bro. Then I'm also gonna play this too because you know. Oh, don't even. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I'm also gonna play this too as well because. When awesome. this nigga Chris Brown started, Ice Spice was fucking two. <laughs> but she still made the 50 fuck complex, bro. Ice Spice, I love you, baby. You fine, but bitch, you do not deserve the 50 spot on the best New York rapper list. I'm sorry you don't. But I also gotta play this too. If y'all haven't heard it, it's playing on the radio, but it's Usher's new song produced by Lil Jon. Glue. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear that. Stats and shit. <laughs> he was uh, Actually, inspired by Prince, so that's why he's... I think I have heard him. Stats and shit. Yeah. I thought he was like Bill Moore or somebody. Hey. Dude. Sorry, I shouldn't mean to butcher that shit. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's a little raspy, but... Uh, yeah. But also, too, I want to also give a shout-out to... Uh, October, London, if y'all don't know, he actually sounds like Mar- uh, Marvin Gaye. The reason why I say this is because I'm going to play this song. But if you can, download his album called The Rebirth of Martin. He's he's uh, He was signed by Snoop Dogg, one, uh, one of the first R&B artists on the new, you know, Snoop, Pro- Snoop Dogg approved uh, Death Row. But you probably heard this on the radio. Wait, so Snoop Dogg is like yeah. the nigga of Death Row? Now? Yeah, he bought it. Uh, oh, bro, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so Death Row. I'm gonna start sending Snoop my demo shit. Yeah. 
So ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard this, this is on the radio. It's called Back to Your Place. But I'm going to let you listen to it real quick and let me know what you think. I'm going to just have... See, man, this is the only thing about fucking music, bro. Finances, bro. Like, trying to... This has always been my biggest issue. Just having money to, like, make the music. Yeah. Like, writing the music is never the issue. Just recording the music has always been... Because that shit is expensive, nigga. It's also expensive, but it, it's a, it's a, it, in the long run, it would save me money and time. I would rather do that and just learn how to engineer, yeah. you know, save me time and money. But once again, like, shit, interfaces and speakers and laptops and like all that shit to your startup shit, that shit is expensive. Nigga spending at least a couple grand, bro. I don't currently have that. Seeing as how I'm trying to. You know, maybe I can take out a loan and get that shit. Yeah, out. I would say probably just do that because that way it'll save some studio time. So. Yeah, like, you can do it yourself. So. I have a, I had a, I had a whole list Yeah, so download this album, October London, The Rebirth of Mark, Marvin Gaye. If you like old time style. No, this is the same. If you like that old school style, Motown, R&B song like this, every I definitely recommend it. Free promo, so because I didn't even know, but I heard the, heard the song well, I mean, on the radio. Death Row presents. It's a Snoop yeah. Dogg present. Yep. But I also want to play another section before we go to the other topics and stuff. But uh, this is one of my favorite tracks on here. Uh, You can tell that he was clearly influenced by Marvin Gaye because you can write like this right here. Just a dude named Friday with like two eyes. He a good. He wanted. He like a newer like R and B singer out right now. Yeah. I like Friday. What's the dude name? Saint Saint. Uh, Saint Harrison. Yeah. And you can tell with live instruments and everything. Oh, live music is always yeah. going. It's, it's always going to be guitar shot. It's called Midnight Love Affair. I like it. Does he sound like Marvin Gaye? He just sound like that that era. Yeah. You can hear the influences of it, like his vocal patterns and how he like sings the notes. Yeah. So definitely, uh, if you can't download his album, stream it, listen to it, let me know what you think. But I just wanted to give him a shout out because I've been hearing it on the radio and nobody has really been promoting or saying anything about it. So Snoop Dogg, come fuck with us, man. And also fuck, fuck with oh, no shit. idea. Yeah, bro. Yes, bro. Yeah. Come, shit, come roll up with yeah. me and Mr. <laughs> Glass, bro. Come, come fuck <laughs> with us, dog. That would be great. But I got a pet, uh, but, uh, 
Gunner, I, I gotta pass it off to you because this is the 50th, the, the celebration of hip hop, 50 years and stuff. When did you fall in love with hip hop? I don't know, you had to be Tupac. Like, he was the reason. And I guess because of the storytelling. Yeah. Him and, like, Outkast. What's so crazy is, bro, so I know, every single tower that you stack up, bro, like, that's how I know it's a lot of them, bro, because you disappear more and more. Like, like, your face and everything is disappearing. You just keep making these videos. I'm just like, bro, it's going to get to this point, like, the whole fucking head is going to be covered. I ain't going to be able to see. She's going to be a whole wall, bro. This bitch damn near is this is half my height, bro. Like, in fucking cabinet drawers. God damn it. You know what? It's a lot of these motherfuckers. And you didn't just sat here and assembled all of them. God bless you, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Bless him. God bless you. God bless you, bro. But yeah, Gunner, you said uh, it was Tupac that beat you fall over hip-hop. It was, it was 90s. Yeah. Was it when, when you first heard All Eyes on Me and that was like, that, that just put you... It nah. just made you just fall in. And love. Tupac's All Eyes on Me, not that fucking that R and B song in child. Cause you know, you got you got motherfuckers who probably listen to this thinking that goddamn Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj wanna All Eyes on Me. No, not no, that song. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking rap song. Tupac, Tupac, Tupac too cool. Same niggas who think that who got that shit mixed up, the same niggas who thought Ice Spice down on my fucking You would not let that shit go. I'll never let that shit go. I'm not gonna fucking let it go, bro. Ain't no fucking way. But uh Ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way. Yeah, so I think was that the album that influenced you to fall in love with hip hop? Yeah. But it was like around that time when I was recording music yeah. videos. Like that's when uh I kind of started like fucking with hip hop. Yeah. I'm trying, think, I'm trying to think with me. I think it was more of like when I was younger and stuff, and I was just listening to like LL Cool J, Kumo D. This is the era where he had MTV Raps, Rap City, Video Soul. Mm hmm. All the other uh, incarnations of music videos from BET. MTV. Yeah, but they was playing all the music videos which they don't now. But it was you like really just go on YouTube and look yeah. and see if niggas drop the music video. Yeah, I just but I just missed those days because you could wait. Music videos was like music yeah. videos was popular just as much as the fucking song. Yeah, like that's what made me recognize the songs even more. Just remembering the fucking music videos because it's like. Or it adds extra layers to the song. Just seeing the visual put together for it, you like, bro, that's dope. Yeah, I think uh, when I truly fell in love with hip hop, even though I was looking at music videos and stuff, I think the one album that really influenced me was, uh, and this is kind of late, but it was more like DMX, his first album. The moment when you hear the intro, you're like, okay, okay, and then the, the beat comes on, you're like, oh shit. And then it just made me want to go back and listen to other stuff. Just listen to Outkast's first album. And this is when Outkast was coming out with their classic, Akumani. It was like, oh shit. It was like the year, of, I would say the year of 98. The year of 98 was No Limit Error, the beginning of Cash Money, uh, the beginning of Rough Riders, the, the beginning of fucking, uh, uh, 
Murder Inc. The beginning of like I was coming in was in that swing. Yeah, I was coming into that era. It was like, oh man, '98 was like the best because Southern rap was starting to come up a little bit, and mm-hmm. all the uh, like Trick Daddy was coming up. It was like, oh shit! It was like, I'm hearing a whole bunch of different stuff. It was like, yeah. I think I think for me when I just really just knew like hip hop was like dope as fuck, like. Cause like, I didn't really get into hip hop like early on, like I say like the late nineties. Yeah. Like you said, ninety eight, ninety nine, going into the yeah. early two thousands. That's when hip hop. Cause I used to listen to like a lot of radio. Yeah. And, like a lot of radio hits was just like I was like, damn, this shit's catchy. Yeah. But I really don't think I really fell in love with hip hop until Lil Wayne. It's probably like it was mixtape Wayne, probably like Drought Two, Drought Three. And I was just like, cause we all we would talk about at school is how fucking dope Lil Wayne was and how the bar Chasey, nah nah nah, nah fucks with the homie man side. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like and just listening, like just niggas talk about like, cause the debate was at the time was like, who better in the freestyle or like a rap battle like Wayne or like Cassidy or some shit at the time. And niggas like, man, fuck not nah, Wayne and eat that boy up. And niggas like, nah, Cassidy got. And I was like, well, Cassidy is good. But then it just made me go back and listen to Wayne. I was like, yeah. God damn. Just all the fucking content that Wayne had. I was like, yeah, I think Lil Wayne, like, drop two or drop three. Mixtape Wayne is what made me just like, no, hip hop was just like, the shit. Because yeah. like, I heard all the radio shit. I heard Outkast radio shit. Yeah. You know, all the, like, the lights, camera, action, and, like, all the fucking radio Sorry, hits from the, Jackson. yeah, like, the early 2000 radio yeah. hits, like, I loved all that shit that made me like hip-hop, like, it was catchy, it was yeah. bubbly, it made you dance and shit, but, like, loving hip-hop, like, rap, like, bars and all that shit, like, makes Tate Wayne, bro, because I remember, whichever, I think it's Drop 3, that he got the, I gotta go look it up, it's the... What fucking re- what fucking remix did he do? I can't even remember. So many of them, bro. That's how <laughs> that's just was so crazy. But yeah, mixtape Wayne, whatever. Because like even though I was growing up and stuff with this and hearing that was two thousand seven. Yeah. I say like I say probably a little. I say like maybe maybe the drop or the drop two. Had he already he had he had already dropped the Carter though, right? Carter one. Yeah, Carter one was like about oh three. Oh three, oh four, because Carter, Carter two was like about like two thousand four. Yeah, yeah. So like, like Carter, right? Yes. Yeah, so like even, so yeah. So anywhere from like so just like early Wayne, like early two yeah. thousands Wayne, like because Go DJ is one of my favorite rap songs to this fucking day. Yeah. Go DJ, niggas be one old one, the hottest this nigga under the sun. <laughs> I come from under your Tommy, busting that Tommy. Pow, one to the head. Now you know he did. <laughs> now you know I played. Bro, like, I was like, bro, that song is us. It's just like, yeah, bro, Wayne, bro. I say, like, early 2000s, like, somewhere between, like, 2003, 2004, yeah, Wayne. Like, and then since we are celebrating hip hop and stuff, I know you're still upset with the uh, Ice Spice. <laughs> Spice being number 50. Who would you, since you're more, since you're more into New York rappers than us, which is, you know, I, I mean, I, it's not yeah, even but, more but, than, but put like this, like who would be in your? I know we have done this before, but can you name your top three best New York rappers of all time? Top three New York best. Yeah. Okay, so or if not, you can give me your top ten if you want to put it like that. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, so top that makes 10, it top ten will work better for me. Top ten make, make, sure, make sure you don't. In no, in no particular order, yeah. just. Ten rappers yeah, yeah, yeah. in New York that I just yeah, so yeah. Biggie, uh, 
motherfucking damn who's old dirty best. But see, that's why it's like because there's multiple members out of Wu Tang who's gonna be in my top two. That's why I feel like that's gonna be like kind of slighted. So all right, I just pick five members of Wu Tang and then five other. Right, cool, so cool. out of Wu Tang in that top ten, it'd be Method Man, Inspector Deck, Old Dirty Bastard, Raekwon, and Ghostface. Yeah. And then the other five, it would be Biggie, motherfucking uh, Buster Rhymes. Uh, what's what I'm trying to think? Who's on the fucking list, bro? So many people that were on the list that pissed me off, bro. They did make it that pissed me off. DMX, yeah, yeah, DMX would be on that bitch. Uh, 50 Cent, 50 Cent, cause it's cold. And I would say for that 10th spot. All right, Spice. Yeah, <laughs> Ice Spice, hey, if we ain't talking motherfuckers with the fattest asses, bro, Ice Spice is not on any fucking list of mine, bro. If we ain't talking who got, like, no, nah, but she made my top 10 fattest asses I've ever seen, bro, but she is not making no fucking music list of mine, bro. I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry. Then again, no, I'm not. Because <laughs> you've only been out two years, Ice Spice. There's no way you on the greatest, the top 50 of best New York rappers all the time. You've only been out two years. And your, and your, and your most popping song is Munch. We talking about niggas eating you out, eating your ass, eating your pussy. Like, there's no way. There's no fucking way. Do not come. Do not come. And shit, I guess for my 10th my spot. See, that's what I, I would do. Yeah. It's tough, bro, because it's like honorable mentions. Because I'll say, like, I'll say, like, Young and May, but then I want to say shit like honorable mention, like Fat Joe and shit. Or like, yeah. MF Doom is like an honorable mention. You know what? Fuck it. MF Doom is my 10th spot. For sure. So, so Fire from Wu Tang, Buster Rhymes, 50 Cent, uh, DMX, MF Doom, and who the fuck This is a fucks up. fucks up my train of thought, bro. Yeah, so it's like, man. I spice you got him. So I was like, it ain't even, she didn't even get me the way I want to be got. That's what's fucking up even more. This is like, bro, you ain't even get me the way I want you to get me, I spice. You got me because you made like the most, you had the most controversial move of fucking 20, one of the most controversial moves of 2023, hands down. What's that? Put you on that fucking list, <laughs> That's definitely what, man. Look, he like. Deflated as fuck, bro. Oh, nigga. Yeah, so since we're still in the celebration of hip hop and stuff, like, uh, what was your favorite era of hip hop? I'm gonna be biased again because, like, I say, like, early 2000s hip hop was fucking amazing, dude. Because you got everybody kind of like at a pinnacle. You like you say you got down south music killing it. You got like you got like outcast. You got like the you got the TIs of the world and Ludacris's. And you got like then you had like you got the fun goofy shit. You got like Soldier Boy and like all these niggas. Then you got like Young Jock. You got like Young Jock and shit like that. Like you had so much different shit in the 2000s, bro. Then you got your rapper rappers. You got like Wayne and like Fabulous and like you got. You had everything in the 2000s, bro. Everybody was dropping fucking heat. 
nobody was really missing a beat in the early 2000s. I say 2000 or like 09. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll just say. with that because, you know. We'll just say 09 because the 2010s going forward, it was like, it was a different shift. Like, see, I really say 2000 or like 07. I said like 07, 08 maybe because 2009 is when niggas started shifting into like a lot of rock star like that's when like rock star oh, yeah. dash and all that kind of shit was really kind of yeah like yeah. that's when all that shit was kind of like kind of escalating going into like the 2010s and shit so it's like yeah. so I say like 2000 like oh what about you what was your favorite uh, rap favorite moment I don't know it was just 2000s it might be a little bit before that cause then you got no, like, like the, you got like Nelly like, and you had all of, you had like, so much different shit the no limit cash money yeah, so like, it's like late 90s. Yeah, yeah. it's late 90s. Like, 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 it wasn't quite but it kind of bled into the 2000s. Yeah. So probably like, the, I would say probably like 98 era. Like 98 to like about two, like 95 to like about 2000. Yeah, and up to about 2000. Yeah. 2000, I guess it's that nine maybe. Yeah, about 2000. That, that little decade of time. Yeah. And, I probably have to uh, agree with you on that because it was... Everybody was getting it. You had so many different styles. Everybody. I mean, Trick Daddy came out, and even though he didn't. You had you know, niggas like Three Six Mafia, like everybody. Yeah. Bone Thugs and Harmony. You had yeah, everybody. Yeah, you had bro. so many different styles. Everybody, bro. You got your, you got your country, you got your rapper rappers, you got your club rappers, gangster rappers, you got your female artists who just like your trainers and little Kims of the yeah. world and shit. Like your one hit wonders. You had everything, yeah. bro. You had everybody. Yeah. Yes, bro. That's what I'm saying. Is she, was she on the list? No, she from Philly. Why does Mr. Glass never talk about Eve? Like, he mentioned, like, every time we give him shit, I'm like, bro, Eve is like a very high, like, yeah. that's like a fucking, that's a, that's a, Eve's that's dick. a spade that you throw yeah. out on the table, uh, nigga. It's Eve, uh, for sure. Uh, like, Eve's dick. <laughs> Eve was busting heads, nigga. Like, for real, for real. Like, what y'all niggas want? Y'all wanna know who's back here? Nah, 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 nah. Bro, like, what? Oh, he was heads, dog. Like, Let me blow your mind. <laughs> man. That's what I'm saying, bro. I was just saying that because it was just so many different, yep. so many different stuff. I think that's where it's like. You even had uh, Eminem with some shit. Hi, my name is. What? what? My name is. Who? My name is. Freaking Freaking Slim Shady. Hi, kids. Do you, you like, like crying? Yeah, yeah. Nine inch nails to each one of my eyelids. I'm kind of the knee and do exactly what I did. Bro, you, but then it's like, that's what I said, man, bro. It's just like the 2000s, bro, because you had, you had everything, bro. You got niggas like, you had everybody, you had niggas like exhibit and everybody just, all of this is, you had so many different styles of just shit, bro. Like, you had Papoose and like all these, like, bro, you had, bro, you had everything, bro. You had everything. In the Midwest, you, like you said, you got Kanye West, nigga, Twister, Common, like, all these niggas at the same time, bro. Like, at the same time, bro, it wasn't like niggas had this when did moment come out. Who? Ludacris. Uh, 99. That's what I'm saying, bro. You had everything, bro. 2000s had everything, bro. Radio was popping. That's what I'm saying. Music videos yeah. was popping. Radio, radio was popping. Because like, so much different radio, shit. Yeah, you listen so to much radio, you just feel yeah. like, who the fuck going to be in the yeah. mix? Like the evening mix and all this shit, yeah. like bro. Even even Reddit was playing all the all the uh, album cuts, like you know they was playing. One hundred. What niggas really don't remember one hundred one hundred point three the beat was really like way better than one hundred four point one in the early two thousand because they was playing like the better songs and they was playing yeah. more like uh, 
explicit songs, like explicit versions of the song. Yeah. Then I guess they got their ass bust. And then it was like they took that long ass hiatus. You remember where like 100.3 was like playing no hip hop? It was like all like pop music and like some other shit. And then it's like they came back and they was doing hip hop again. But yeah. then in that in that time that they were gone, 104.1 went on ahead and grabbed that fucking spot and just never let it go. But 100.3 was definitely the better station like in the early 2000s. I remember that shit vividly. 95.5 had smacks. 100.3, 104.1 has some, and then like if you wanted to listen to like your white music, you go to 107. Yeah, see 107. You know, 107. That was it. Yeah, I missed I missed the radio during that time period because it, it was playing all. It's worth listening to. It was playing. It was it was even playing album cuts. You was like, oh, they playing album cuts. Even the ones that you wanted them to like that you didn't think they was gonna play. It was like, oh snap. I remember was like, you know, like, like when Ludacris came out, they was playing all they was playing all the good ones. Like, stick them up, stick them yeah. up, bitch, stick them up. But this is <laughs> what I said for the 2000s. Because yeah. you had, but you yeah. even had shit like Lil Bow Wow, Lil Romeo, yeah. Master P. Like, you had, that's why I said, I'm going to keep saying it, bro. The more I think about like, you had everything in the 2000s, bro. You had all your club songs, <laughs> all of them. You had all your stripper songs, the ass shaking yeah. songs that was really. You had your, your, like your tip like your tip drill yeah. songs of the world, bro. Like, and when the fuck did tip drill come out? Yeah. Uh, oh. That's when the era of the infamous BET Uncut. <laughs> did you when see you, what I mean? Yeah. You wake up in the middle. <laughs> like, like, it must be your ass because it ain't your face. I need a tip drill. You like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Damn BET, I wish y'all would bring back Uncut. That was some shit. Yeah, even the even like the local stuff. Can we kick it tonight? I wanna know what that thing smells. Like. Two thousand three, bro. Like, bro. Is it proves your point? What was my fucking point, bro? You got songs like Tip, bro. Tip drill, all this, like, bro. Bro, two thousand. Fucking best. I had, I literally had made a playlist. On my Apple Music, it was like best of the 2000s. 2000, yeah. And I had just song, every fucking song that I could think of from like 2000 and like 2009 or 2008. It just was, and I, bro, I even saved it because I had to, when I switched phone, because when my phone got fucked up, I was like, bro, let me screen record this yeah. and just, so if I go back and make that bitch again, I kind of can like at least get an idea of where I had like a hundred and some songs on that bitch. It was like, bro, smoke. Just put that bitch on shuffle, bro. We good. Yeah. We're fucking good. Let's About let's two let's hours of just smoke. <laughs> you're gonna hear something. If you don't yep. hear you're gonna hear something. <laughs> you're gonna hear something. Like Yeah, that was like a that was like a great time. Even like certain songs that you tied in like, you know, you can still fuck with, you know, like the franchise boys, you know, lean with a rock. That's what I'm saying, you got all your dance white songs, tea. bro. Like uh, in my white teeth. <laughs> there, oh my god. I said, like the crank that but then it's like see if you break rap down into like eras of like dance and shit. Yeah. That's what bro That was the best time to be dancing. You can even ask them. Anything from like 05 to like two thousand twelve. Yeah, that was the like, best time to be be up in the club. Just which, who was that artist we went, we went to the club and he oh, uh, Louis V. Do your own dance. Do your own dance. See, you know what I'm saying? Louis, Louis. <laughs> Killing shit. Pop, lock and drop it. Shout out to Huey. Huey. R.I.P. Shout out to uh, Frisco Cam. All that shit. The 2000s, was, bro. Yeah. And shout out to Metro Boomin. Even though you down in ATL, you still you still represent STL. Shout out to SZA. Yeah. She was born in St. Louis. Even yeah. She like, moved to Baltimore not too long after. But hey, you're still St. Louis. 
Shout out Shmino. Yeah. That, that, that nigga. That boy. Like, I, that boy, you, Shmino. Hey, yeah. hey dog. Shmino Grigio. That boy. Cold as hell. Like, yeah. Shout out to you, man. Even though y'all be moving, but shout out to you. I mean, and, and I get and it, bro. Get like, it, you, you gotta know. you gotta move away, bro, to like to build the, build your kingdom or empire, you know, expand the vision. I get it, bro, because you can't do it here. Yeah, shout out to Jaquan. You can't do it. Uh, Everybody in the club get tipsy. 2000s, bro. A fucking a burner you can play right now, nigga. Here comes the three, three to the two. two got niggas three, counting like three, Sesame two, Street. Hip hop said, Here comes the three, three to the four to the five. <laughs> like, homegirls see me and I'm looking in the eyes. Like, simple Dr. Seuss raps on a dope ass beat. And we eat it up like, I need more, I need more. Man, that was now he on the sideline staring at my kids. Like, this dumb ass shit made no sense. Beat was cold, and man, see this, and then just like you gotta really get into hip hop. Like the, like, I don't really feel like producers really got enough credit. Like producers were always like in the background. Yeah. Like now it's like producers are, like front niggas, like DJ Khaled, like Metro Boomin, yeah. you know. Uh, Metro Boomin, what's up? Like all man? these producers, like like that you listen to that make like take Keith, like all these producers that you listen to now. Like if you really just think about it, you just like, bro, how many times? Did a song blow up and you just really think about it? You like you remember the song because of the beat first, and then it make you remember the lyrics. Shit, because Neptune's like, like Neptune's never had a tagline, but their tagline was always that four beat count. They'd be like dun dun dun, dun and then the beat comes on. Mm-hmm. Timberland, Tim, like nah, Timberland, really never really said his tagline, but you know, you be like, damn, what kind of beat is the Timberland in that beat? Oh shit, yeah. Like bro, like, what is this? Yeah. Like, Cause I, well, I remember that shit when they was make, bro. When they tell that story about how they was making that fucking beat, and Timbo was just going crazy in the yeah. studio, and that nigga Jay Z was like, like, when, like, wait a minute, he just like Jay Z was like just sitting there, and then he heard that, that boy was like, what the fuck, what is this, nigga, like. Like, bro, it's like producers didn't get enough credit, bro. It's just like, that's why when Kanye West was coming up, he was like, bro, little did niggas know, bro, I was making, like, some of the hottest songs that niggas was listening to, bro. I was making the beats. And niggas was only giving me X, Y, Z cut of the, you know, whatever. And it's just like, when you really think about some of those songs, you're like, bro, the beats was outrageous, bro. Like, Jermaine Dupri was in his prime and stuff. When anything, fucking, uh. And then he was just trying to transition over to rapping yeah. and producing. But niggas was yeah. like, nah, bro, just stick to producing. Like, yeah. And then it's just like, bro, that, that three-part Kanye documentary on Netflix really just like, I, I earned a lot of more respect for Kanye. Like, just his grind of how he had to get it coming up. Because it was like, nigga, you a producer. Just stay a producer. Yeah. And it was just like, nah, nigga, but I can rap too. Yeah. And it was just like, like this nigga got shit like Jesus Walks and yeah. like, all of the every, I, it's so many other songs. Kanye, I don't, yeah. Y'all don't cancel me because I ain't thinking of all the early Kanye West hits that he had, but he got so many yeah, of them. The, the real like, Kanye era. It all yeah. falls down like all of that shit, bro. Like, nigga had smoke. Went to Jacob with 25,000. Bro, like. That college dropout. I really, man. Hip hop has done so much, bro, for people. Like, hip-hop to raise niggas, bro. Like, hip-hop and, like, got niggas out of tough times. Hip-hop and put niggas on how to hustle. Like, there's no genre that has really been influential to the point to where it's like, it changed your life. Like, niggas will tell a story like, bro, I remember listening to motherfucking DMX's whatever, whatever yeah. for, like, a year straight, nigga. And that shit got me through 
this and this time in my life, bro. It's like, bro, you See, I remember, I remember uh, waking up and then, like, when this album came out, I had to play this song every time. Just waking up, just. Good morning. <laughs> See? <laughs> just waking up, like, oh, man, damn. Good morning. Beat this nigga produced. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, hit, bro. Good the sample, just the beat, just. If you don't say, like, bro, and it's like, niggas was like, that's why I said when you when hip hop turned fifty, bro, you gotta do shit like give it this grand ass yeah. like appreciation speech, bro. Because hip hop done done so much, bro. Hip hop done changed niggas' lives and saved niggas' lives, bro. It's like hip hop has influenced the world, bro. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong, country and pop, uh, like. But that shit is gonna be what it's gonna be because it's like those 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 genres have their place in the world and they have similar influences to like their listeners. But hip hop, hip hop is removing color lines, bro. Like there was no white and black. Like you got white people right now bumping hip hop shit harder than niggas, bro. Like yeah. I'm sitting over here and looking still, at niggas and they still still playing this shit, bro. Like. <laughs> Bro, hip hop got everybody wanting to say nigga and be cool, bro. You got Mexicans saying nigga, white people be thinking nigga, wishing they could say it, like, bro. See, and they still play this shit. See, ice, ice, ice not ice, ice spice. Ice. <laughs> I'd rather hear vanilla ice than ice spice. Even though it was cheesy, but you still had to fuck with it. Like, you had to fuck with it. But this just goes to show yeah. like how influential hip hop was. You got white yeah. people rapping it. White people who culturally speaking have like had an issue with like rhythm. Or I don't know, whatever the whatever the myth, whatever the white myth is that white people don't have rhythm, it's like nigga, like hip hop gave them that. You got hip hop, you got white rappers, you got white hip hop dancers, like everything is like, you just like, bro, look at this white boy yeah, killing this shit. Like, uh, you even had white rockers doing rap like this. DJ. <laughs> the biscuit of all, of all people. Beastie Boys? No, no, no. I'm saying, I know that's yeah. like Biscuit, but I'm saying like Beastie Boys and shit like that. It's just like, bro, like, that just shows you how far the fucking hand of influence of hip hop had, bro. You got like. It's just crazy, bro. Like, don't get me wrong, you got black people doing shit like country music and pop music and shit, RB. You see what I'm saying? Like, Darius Rucker and all that shit. Like, you got your. But if you think about like, if you think about genres of music that have multiple ethnicities, bro, hip hop. You got Mexican, white, black. You know what I'm saying? I don't really know too many Asian rappers, but I'm sure. Shout out to Beastie Boys. I had to play this part. Is this new? No, that's old school Beastie Boys. But they sample. If you listen, if you think about it, get money, and we can get money. See? See? <laughs> See, 
Boom bap rap, bro. Like, name another genre that has influenced motherfuckers like hip hop has, bro. You can't. And that's why every time hip hop get a year older, bro, pay, pay in his motherfucking news, give him his flowers, bro. I can't cut the Oh yeah, it's I mean, don't get me wrong, country music, I'm not saying, like I said, those other genres, I'm not saying they don't have their place, and I'm not saying they don't have their impact, but, compared to what hip-hop has done, bro, like... Yeah, so if y'all people don't know, if you from St. Louis, you know that sample right there? Get money, and we gonna get money. That's all I'm paying yeah. Is this new? No, that's that's the original thing. They just you know did their own version. But y'all might know y'all might know this old school one. Now, you know. A beat that was supposed to play forward they accidentally took it backwards, and you have that. Just out the blue, like oops, damn. A beat that played backwards. How many moments in country music where some accidental shit made the greatest shit ever? That shit happens in hip hop so fucking often, bro, it's scary. Statistically thinking, how many times do niggas fuck up in hip hop and end up making heat? You be like, wait, 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 keep that shit. Add this. Or like, hey, nigga, run that shit this one, bro. This nigga was finna get fired. He was finna get fired, nigga, probably. And his whole fucking career ended up. She like, oh shit, my bad, my bad. No, 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 wait. no, no, no. Boy, you finna get a raise. <laughs> yep. Shout out to hip hop, bro. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to fucking hip hop. Yeah, so. I don't know what the fuck hip hop doing now. I know I it's evolving and it's changing. It's hip hop now. Like, um. I think it's more. I think uh, now for us it's rap. And I think for them it's more like hip hop because now they. Broke it down to different. It's different categories. Like rap is just straight hardcore in your face lyrics and everything else. That's rap. Hip hop would be more of just a mixture of commercial with a little bit of rap. So it's like it's like all the uh, all the other genres that come come with it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we do have to talk about the infamous because I didn't get a chance to hear about it, but. Y'all probably knew about it, but what the fuck really happened with the Alabama, the, the riverboat, Alabama riverboat? Y'all can explain it to me. I'm sorry, followers. I, uh, Gunner had showed a video. I didn't know it was going to be popular like a motherfucker, but we starting to call it the chair moment. So y'all can uh, let me know what, so, what, what actually happened. So to break boat. it down, so long story short, there was this, so in Montgomery, Alabama, there was this black, like... Doc security guy and he pretty much was telling this group of like white people like these white guys that had just parked their boat on the dock and it's like hey you you gotta move your boat because the ferry's coming in and they need all of this space cleared out so they can dock so we can get the next load of ferry people on you know because this is what we do this is one of the big things down here they had been drinking they was out on the water driving the boat around drinking they parked that shit like man fuck that we not doing that shit you can't tell us what the fuck to do. Fuck you. Bro was like, hey, man, I'm just doing my fucking job. Move your fucking boat. Pretty much they got heated. Next thing you know, the white guys, well, first it was like a one-on-one. Like, the security guy and, like, one of the white guys start fighting. Then, for some reason, the other white guys just decided to jump in. I don't know if they thought their boy was losing or they wanted the shit to hurt him be over with. But then it was like three or four dudes. Yeah. Include what 
it was like three dudes total, including the guy who started the shit with the black security guard, all started jumping this man. In the process of him getting ready to fight the first white guy, the black guy threw up his fitted hat that he had on, like his work hat. He threw it up in the sky. Like, I guess that was his, like, taking my, taking my, taking my chains off type shit, taking my shirt off. <laughs> so, in the midst of people seeing the black guy start to get jumped by, like, white people, like, three white people, whoever, like, four or five, like, five or six black people just instantly rushed and got down there and just started putting hands on them white people. Then, at the same time, at the same time while that was happening, the ferry was coming in. It was, it was a couple feet out from the dock. The 16-year-old kid who works for the dock, like works on the ferry, jumped off the ferry, swam over to the dock, and got the beating the white people ass too. <laughs> so then it was like a couple more white people got in, but like maybe two more. But the black community really just you rallied together and just was like, bro, we're not finna stand for another fucking moment of racism or injustice and proceeded to beat the shit out of these white people. Then the one dude who got the fucking chair <laughs> just started coming out of nowhere, just doing damage to niggas with this chair like he hit like a couple he hit like a lady and like a dude like I'm talking about square on top of their head I know they had either some type of mild concussions or some type of you know yeah. head injury bro he was arrested for like like a minor like minor some type of conduct like some type of misconduct or some shit he was yeah. arrested for for hitting niggas with that chair but the 16 year old was like he was like labeled a hero for swimming across jumping out Ferry swimming in the water across to the dock and like getting motherfuckers off the, the black guy. Like, yeah, shit was crazy. Damn. Like, so, so for, for you telling all that story and stuff, do you feel that was justified? Yes, yes, because every time, like, if you listen to anybody tell the story, the first thing you're gonna hear was the black guy was doing his fucking job. Yeah, anytime if a motherfucker in some type of Rent a cop, security authority is telling you, like, bro, this man gets paid to do this. He's been doing this shit long enough to know, hey, bro, you can't park your shit here. Just move your shit. No issue. There's no issue. Just move yeah. your shit so that the boat can come in and we can get more people so people can get off and other motherfuckers can get on because motherfuckers is paying their money for this. Yeah. I'm just telling you what my boss tells me to tell you. These aren't my words, because I'm pretty sure the dude probably wouldn't give a fuck if it was him personally, but this is my job. I'm on the clock. You're not finna fuck up my bag because you want to be ignorant and drunk. Yeah. Like, bro was doing his job. White people had that white entitlement and white <laughs> privilege thing. They could just flash that shit around and was like, fuck that, bro. Like, no, bro. He was totally just, the whole situation was justified because instead of the one-on-one -on -one fight, you proceeded to think that, all right, let's add more white people to this mix and jump this one person. Like, and it is like him and the black dude, the first white dude and the black dude wasn't like, the black dude wasn't like winning by a landslide, but he was kind of like getting the better of him a little bit. Yeah. But it was like, like I said, I guess his friends thought he was losing that fight, but it's like, why would y'all proceed, like, why would you all proceed to jump in? Like, first off, it was like, you just out of pocket. You out of pocket for sitting here thinking, all right, this one black dude. He giving this guy the hands. Let's like add three more dudes to this mix. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't even giving the man the hands like that. For you to think three more of y'all was like a necessary situation. So when we replied with seven black people that rallied on to the three or four white people, and y'all getting the dog shit, like y'all getting the shit beat out of y'all, like they they fucking y'all up. 
Like there was no, there was no, there was like no question. Like oh, the white people put up a good. No, the fuck they didn't. No, the fuck they didn't. Like that's like watching a snake fucking wrap up a mouse or some shit. The <laughs> shit was, the shit was a non-factor, bro. They was just getting handled, bro. It was getting handled. It was a good moment for the black community, for black culture, and for black history. It was a, the fucking triple play. That particular doc has history and roots and ties all the way back to slavery. Like, motherfuckers used to get, motherfucking slaves used to get sold on that very dock. So if you think we finna watch a nigga get beat on the dock <laughs> by a bunch of white people where slaves were sold, bro, you're fucking crazy, bro. It was a, it was an insane moment. Black people showed out for other black people. It wasn't a crab in the bucket mentality where we pulling each other down. It was like monkeys in a barrel. I guess they were pulling each other. Like, it was helping each other. For the first time in a long ass time, we seen black unity with no fucking... No incentives, no other shit besides it's a nigga in trouble, that situation ain't right, and we finna go do something about it. Like, of course you had your handful of motherfuckers who's just sitting there recording it and shit, of course. Yeah. You know, because that's just the fucking age we in, you know. But I thought the situation made perfect sense. You fuck around, you gonna find out. That's literally <laughs> what the fuck that was. You fucked around and you found out. Like, I think we should have more moments like that, honestly. Because it's like, how many times have black people seen some shit happening with a black person probably turned a blind eye or probably walked away or probably just like figured somebody that, uh, what's the, the bystander effect, thinking somebody else was going to do it and nobody else did it and that person got fucked up or killed or missed, you know what I'm saying? Like the story got spun around and that black person went to jail. Like, it was great. <laughs> and like I say, it was black culture, black history, all of that shit wrapped in one fucking moment, bro. You should, you would have been proud to be a black person because it's like, because what if they would have just kept letting that, them white people beat on that dude? Probably could have killed him. Then what? Yeah. Then what? Now we're talking about another dead black. Then we would just be perpetuating the cycle of all the shit that we hear about white people and this and black. Like, it would only increase the racism thing even more. So it's like, all right, cool. And like, uh, there was a couple YouTubers that was talking about it. It's like, Black people are just tired, bro. Yeah. We're fucking tired. We built this fucking country for white people involuntarily. And the fact that y'all sit here treating us like we don't fucking belong here. I built the fucking houses that you and your great-grandpappies and them live in. Like, I built this shit. Like, my ancestors built this shit. And for you to sit here and treat us like, well, go back to Africa. Nigga, we didn't want to leave in the first fucking place. <laughs> How the yeah. fuck dare you tell us to go back to a place, one, we've never known, because we've been over here so fucking long, we forgot what the fuck home was. Two, we never asked to be over here in the first place. You brought us over here against our will for fucking money. Like, like, bro, it's crazy. And then that makes you think about like what Killmonger said in fucking Black Panther, bro. Bury me in the sea with my ancestors, bro, because death was better than bondage. Like, think about all the shit people had to go through with slavery. Like, some of the most gruesome shit that you could ever fucking think of. Just to... Just because white people wanted to get some free labor out of niggas. Like... I just think niggas is tired, bro. Racism is getting old. All of that shit is getting old, bro. Like, the world is only getting worse. The world is only spinning out even more. And it's like, you think we still finna sit by and let shit like racism keep... Like, bro... It's a numbers game, bro. If every if like black people just banded together like they used to, stop letting the white people break us apart by different shit and dividing us 
by whatever fucking methods they use to divide us up. If black people just stayed united in numbers, bro, it would never be an issue. But racism would like that those type of situations would happen more frequently. Oh, okay. This Karen spit on this black girl. Yeah. And then it's like, alright, the black girl beat the white girl ass. Cool. Now it had some other people jumped in. I'm pretty sure other black people might have jumped in, probably. Yeah. But it was just like the situation on like the dock with the Montgomery shit was just like, bro, clearly was outnumbered. Clearly he wasn't like no world class boxer. So like I say, he wasn't demolishing the dude in the one on one. So it's like, why did y'all feel y'all had to jump him? So that already like that it just was unnecessary. So yeah, I got the dog shit beat out of y'all. Y'all deserved y'all got arrested. Deserve to go to fucking jail because y'all was. This is an employee. This nigga's on the clock, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. just think about where you work at, bro. And you just telling niggas you can't do this at your job. And some niggas was like, "Fuck you, bro. I'm gonna do this anyway." And you just like and started a fight with you because of it. And you would be so confused, like, bro. I work at a hospital, bro. If I was like, bro, well, the hospitals you can't smoke on the camp on the premises. Fuck that. I'm going to spark this shit up anyway. But I'm just telling you because security going to come out here and they're going to hem your ass up and they're going to tell you to leave. Yeah. I'm telling you this shit now to avoid that. I'm telling you. Black person telling a white person, hey, bro, just probably go to your car. We can't say shit to you in your car because like that's your private property. But the moment you step out the car, you want that parking lot, you're on the hospital's private property. So they rules go. Like You got to get off the, you gotta get off the property trying to smoke. I'm telling you this before the white people come, before the, the stick up their ass security guards come in and just fuck your whole day up. You saying, fuck you, bro, and you start trying to fight me? All right, bro. I tried to help you. I tried to help you, the white person, and you want to attack me? So then you finna get your ass beat. Then you got your, your peoples thinking they finna come in? All right, bro, then I got my peoples that's finna come in, gonna get your ass beat, bro. They gonna get their ass beat too. Now, all y'all sitting around, the, sitting at the dinner table with beers and Packs of frozen peas to your shit talking about how we got lumped up because Jesse thought it was a good idea to go beat on old dude and then the rest of y'all thought it was smart to go jump on him. Like, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking stupid, bro. You know what you think? See, take the words out, out your mouth, folks. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least, at least it wasn't uh, as I spice. Like, was it a, a real racial thing? I wasn't there. So, but that's what I'm saying. It, it wasn't a racial thing until niggas started jumping the guy. Right. Cause it's like, why? If, if like I said, they were like somewhat evenly matched. The black. It was more of like a shoving match. Niggas wasn't like huh, huh, we throwing hands. At, huh, huh. <laughs> we boxing that shit out. Niggas was like more of a shoving match. It was a punch or two here and there. But the black dude, I guess, like as far as shoving power and like he was able to push the white dude, like. I guess like to a falling point or like a, he was leaning, he was falling. So then the, the white people ran up and was like, nah, fuck that. Pushing him on the ground and shit. It was like, all right, bro. So now y'all just having a shoving match, bro. Yeah. Like it wasn't like two, like I said, I could see if there was like boxers or mixed martial artists or fighters or some shit. All right, cool. That makes more sense. This dude, he looked like he just, whatever fucking defensive tactics, you know, is probably trying to overpower the white guy, getting him to fuck up off him. <laughs> then his homeboys was like, Oh, you're not finna do Jerry like that. And then, like, they jumped in and it's just like, bro, what the fuck? Why the fuck are all y'all jumping in on this when you're in the wrong in the first place, but you all drunk? You're all drunk. Now, had the roles been reversed and it was a white man telling a group of niggas, hey, bro, 
you got to fucking leave. That shit would have instantly been racism. So, of course, it's going to be racism the other way around because it's like, why the fuck wouldn't it be? You're not finna put one shoe on and not put the other one on. Nah, bro, fuck that. Fuck that. There's racism on that side. The moment all the other white people started jumping in black dude. And it became justified the moment all the other black people showed up like Dr. Strange, like all the memes, like Dr. Strange teleporting all them niggas in and fucking Infinity War, <laughs> like in-game and shit. Yes, like... Is this enough people? No, yeah. Fuck yeah. Like, and it just got the B name? Like, hey, oh, we're on your 10. <laughs> like, even if it wasn't racial, it was just like a dispute against a drunk motherfucker and a sober motherfucker. You made it racial when y'all jumped. That was, that was where y'all fucked up at. I think niggas probably wouldn't have said nothing had they just probably duped it out. Everybody would just been standing there watching and shit like Craig and Debo. Everybody just standing around watching. Damn, it's fucked up that the black dude or the white dude got fucked up, but at least it was a one on one. The moment the fight became unfair, now it's racing. Now it becomes a whole other thing. Mm. Man. Yeah. No idea is just in the zone today. Oh, you yeah, was no. No. All because of Ice Spice. Ice Spice, you did this to me, bitch. You did this to me. Sexy, non-rapping ass bitch, you did this to me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time where we got to... Uh, Shut it down. But I just hit my line, oh baby. Let me take you out to dinner, baby. Nah, she she expensive. That boy Jordan Poole was like, I had to spend like six bands or seven bands on a date with her. She oh, is. That's, <laughs> like that that's that the munching. Man, he munched hard. Like, I bet he didn't even get no ass. I bet he didn't get no ass. He probably, he probably, got, he probably, he probably got a sniff of it. She's like, boy. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, you know. We're gonna go ahead and roll out. We appreciate you for listening. I didn't even mean to. I didn't even mean to just fucking eat up the whole episode like that. Hey, you, you just made it a classic episode right oh, there. <laughs> so, as always, hit us up on our Facebook page, the No Host Bar Crew. Hit us up on our Instagram page, No Host Bar Crew. Also, we are we are also on YouTube. I finally got a new video thing where I can edit better, and I'm posting more of our old episodes that's on there. Uh, yes, I will be going back to visuals. It's just, it's a lot. I do a lot. I'm not trying to brag, but it's a lot for me. But I do the best that I can. But uh, we'll be back to that shortly. Also, uh, uh, sorry, uh, we want to, we, we appreciate the listeners. 16,000 is still going strong. Now it's up to like, what, 16.2, still going strong. We appreciate you for listening. Uh, for our international crew, Deezer, we love you, we appreciate you. Shout out to Ireland, Michael Stein, we love y'all, we appreciate y'all. As always, we're always on all the streaming sites from uh, Apple Music to Pandora to Amazon Music and Amazon Amp and also Pan- uh, Pandora, also Spotify. Shout out to y'all, we appreciate y'all for everything. Gun, anything you want to shout out or anything? Nah, I'm good. Uh, cool, cool. And also, as always, I gotta shout out my homegirl Keila. Uh, I will be sending her. Uh, I'll be sending out her link on, on Instagram. So definitely show her some love. Build up her fan base. Let's keep this. Keep the black support going strong. And we are out of here. We trying to get unity, but you know, Ice Spice fucked it up. Bro, <laughs> she shouldn't have never made the list. That's all it was, bro. And it's not even her fault. It's fucking Hellboy's fault. But it's like, I'm sure Ice Spice wasn't mad about a recognition, but it's like, you don't deserve it, bro. You got five years in, bro. You don't deserve it.